It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And joining us now to talk about the missing sub and also the new banging sounds and clanging that they're hearing. Could there be a glimmer of hope? Joining us is Bobby Chacon, former FBI agent and dive expert. Bobby, what do you think? Could they be alive and could we get to them? Well, you know, this either this most recent development of this noise that the Canadian military kind of picked up on and it's apparently still going on. You know, it, it could be, you know, this is theoretical, but there's a lot of sounds in the ocean and, and, and sound moves really weird in the ocean. Um, thermoclines, water temperature, currents, all affect sound underwater, the acoustic signals. So, you know, I, if I were them, what I would be looking for, is it a constant sound? Like, is it a repeating sound? Like, in other words, are they clanging on the outside or the inside of that vessel with a wrench or something? So is it mechanically repeating itself? And that would give me an indication that it's either man-made or something mechanical, which is a good sign. If it's a random noise that's happening at irregular intervals, there's more of a chance that that's somehow in nature. Something in nature is causing that sound. Um, oftentimes we do the same thing when we look at sonar images. Is it a right angle? Is it a square? Um, or is it more of an irregular uh, shape, which means it's probably a natural uh, shape rather than a man-made shape? So they, they have the best experts uh, on acoustical signals analyzing these new sounds to see if, in fact, it sounds like something that could be man-made or if it sounds like something that's natural to the environment. Now, the American people don't really understand. They hear the, they, they see the headlines, uh, and uh, the communications went down an hour and 45 minutes after they hit the ocean. How far away from the Titanic were they at that point? They were close. They were more than halfway there, in, in my estimation, um, from the experts and friends of mine that have actually done that dive on other submersibles. So I think that they were close to the bottom, but I don't think they had arrived there yet because when they arrived, they notified topside when they have communication. So the fact that they hadn't notified uh, topside when the communications went out indicates to me that they hadn't reached the bottom, but estimates are it takes anywhere from two to three hours to get down there. So an hour and 45 minutes into that trip probably was closer to the bottom than the top. So they were more than halfway there. Um, it's hard to say exactly how far off the bottom they were, um, but in my estimation, they were close to the bottom. Now at 12,500 feet, uh, have they sent cameras down at all? I mean, nobody really understands. Nobody's really talking about it. Uh, they talk about noise. It could be uh, the, uh, the mini submarine was supposed to sometimes go near or in the Titanic. Maybe they're stuck. And if they're stuck, how do you get them out? Well, they're deploying these remote-operated vehicles now. It takes time to get them prepped and to get them on site. That's, that's the biggest issue because we're, it's a race against time at this point. And so they have some of those deep-ocean remote-operated vehicles which are, attached, which are attached to the surface by an umbilical cord, which gives you cameras, it gives you um, sonar, it gives you um, cutting ability. Sometimes they have manipulator arms that have cutting capabilities. I had one in my FBI inventory on my, in my underwater program. Um, we you, you know, though, Bob, you know what they don't have, though? They don't have a lot of food. You know, that's the one thing, that, and they're running out of oxygen. I mean, it's really well, scary. Well, it's the oxygen that, that, that's that right. counts. <sighs> you know, I'm an optimist, John. That, that's the problem. 
You know, now, I'm, if I'm they, hoping. No, if you find them, how do you get them up? Yep. Uh, I mean, they yeah. run out of oxygen six o'clock in the morning, Thursday morning. Yeah, and that's, that's John. That's the best case. Remember, those estimates on the on the breathing air are estimates under normal working conditions. When someone's injured or they're panicked or they're stressed, their respiratory rate goes up and their air consumption goes up. So though the amount of hours of available air goes down because they're breathing more heavily, and and so those estimates are best case estimates under normal conditions. They're not estimates on people that are stressed and panicking. Now, with your experience, uh, and it's now uh, maybe 12 hours away, 14 hours away from best case scenario, um, and to get them up and out, I think it's, uh, I think it's bad news. Yeah, I think so. I, I agree with you. The grim, it's grim. Every hour that passes is, is, is another major milestone of bad news. And I think that if they're stuck and they can free it with an ROV, if they can cut it free, um, and they can deploy one of those uh, emergency lift. Is there a period? Board, maybe. Is there a period of time that they have to decompress on the way up, even if they found it? No, not unless the um, vessel has depressurized. So that vessel is pressurized to one atmosphere. So they're they're under the pressure of surface the whole time they're down. So there's no decompression issues as long as the vessel itself stays pressurized. You know, th- those dives are designed to go down, stay at one atmosphere of pressure, and come back up. So there is no, um, there is no decompression issues if, if the pressure in the vessel is still intact. Wow. Well, Bobby, thank you so much. And, and I'm holding out hope. I think about, by the way, um, where was it in Columbia just recently? Kids who, after a plane crash, they survived 40 days. Um, I, I'm always kind of praying for that 1% glimmer of hope, and hopefully that happens in this case, too. Bobby, thank you very, very much for thank joining you. us. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks, John.